0: Hello, and welcome to Strange Talk with Doc. We're going to start off like I've started off too many times over the last year since I started this podcast. We had another tragedy. This fucking Nicholas Cruz, he opened fire and he killed 17 students in Florida at Mallory Stoneman Douglas High School. I can't even imagine the horror, the terror, the fear that he put into these young people's heads this day as they were just going about their regular, normal, everyday lives. This shit has got to end. I mean, I'm sickened by it. I'm saddened by it. I'm frustrated by it. No parent nor no child should ever have to worry about not making it home safe from school in America. And this is going on way too long I don't have anything so profound where I have an answer. I will not claim to be that intelligent or that enlightened to know what we can and what we should do to stop this. But I just wish that people held life dearly, others' lives dearly, that everybody matters. It seems like these kids are so screwed up. They're so disconnected from one another because we live in this this social media age where you don't even have to legitimately even talk to other people. You could be in a room with somebody,
1: and,
0: and instead of speaking, you can text them. Now, that's neither here nor there. But Nicholas Cruz, I, I've i heard arguments pro-pro. And I've heard arguments against. This is obviously a deranged young man. To do this to other people. And I can see. You say after the first shot. And you see the damage that you do to a human being. A a person with a, a living soul. And you see the horror. The terror. And the damage that you do. To then go on and to continue the damage. Means that you are very sick. Okay, we understand that he also tried to get away. We know that this was premeditated because he had bragged and actually prophesied doing this many times. And I can't blame uh, the gun laws. There are too many responsible gun owners in in America who don't go on shooting sprees. But we, we're in the day and age. I mean, I have no high school or junior high school, middle school age children in my world that I could ask. But I'm thinking that almost every school now has to have metal detectors. I'm trying to figure out, how did a boy get into school with a full rifle? I don't even understand. This hasn't been explained to me yet. I wish somebody could explain. How do you, A rifle is not something that you can carry in a little pack. It's not something that you can conceal under a shirt, a jacket. This is Florida so I'm sure the weather was pretty nice so my heart goes out to every one of these people that were affected because it affects the community it affects their churches it affects the people that play on their teams that are outside the schools their social settings their aunts their grandmothers i mean this is this is too much it's just too much it's I, 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 like I said, and I'm, I, I'm I'm sorry for the stammer and the stutter, it's because I actually am a little bit emotionally confused and touched by this. It's like, how many times it's like we don't get to get a chance to breathe before the next one. There's always the next one coming. There's always the next one coming. And and children, and I'm talking about under the age of 21s, are buying multiple weapons. The parents have to know. Whoever can charge of get in the credit card statements has to know the purchase that are being made. Because if that was in my house, my home, I would know. I will be like, what, else? what are you doing? What do you need all these knives for? What is with all this ammunition? the Even if he had a job and a little punk-ass credit card, I guess at 17, I don't even know if you can get your own credit cards at 17. You know, I come from a different day, a different time. I just wish we could figure out something. I don't know if it's the food. You know, these children are, are, are bipolar. They have no empathy. They have definitely no sympathy. I don't know if if you're diagnosed as schizophrenic or you are a sociopath at a young age. These type of things definitely need to be put on the records so that these people can. Those are the people that we're supposed to be protected against being gun owners. Nicholas is now going to spend the rest of his life in suffrage. He will have an enlightenment at some point in time. He will something, if if he has any normality left in him, maybe his soul left his body that day, and he is just a shell that's walking the earth for the rest of his days. But if he ever does, He's going to have this replay because you just can't snuff out human life and not feel anything. I don't give a fuck how gangster you think you are. It's just not, it's beyond the pale. It's not normal. And so I tip my hat to that grandmother who actually ratted on her grandchild who also seemed like he wanted to plan this type of activity. When people find out, okay, we have codes. We have these old murder codes don't say anything, never deal with the law, never rat. And I understand that, but see, that only applies to something. It doesn't apply to all. When you're trying to do damage to those who don't damage you, see, that's the thing. I understand protecting oneself. And if you do damage to me, it's my god getting right that I am going to do damage back to you. It's it's a guarantee. It's not optional. So if you if you don't kill me, I am coming back for you. That's a guarantee. But a person who's done me nothing, a, a word is not doing you anything. I don't care what you say about me. I don't care what you think about me. That is not my. That's not how I live my life, worrying about what somebody thinks about me, worrying about what's being said about me. But I'm hoping that the next time that there is a Nicholas Cruz sitting in wait, that something can be done. I'd rather pick up the paper, look at the news, and see that it was was stopped before it happened, then it happened, and then it was taken care of. So if I, 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 something else comes to me on this, because like I said, I, I'm, I'm very uh, emotional about the situation because it bothers me. It bothers me because I have family members who have children, and then I have family members who will have children at a later time entering into the school. So it doesn't make a difference if the schools are, are poor, if the schools are middle class, upper class. And we do have to come to terms with one thing. The shooters are always males. We have not, as far as I know, ever had a female mass shooter. Let's call it what it is. It's not a shooter. I'm sorry. I apologize for that. This is mass murder. This is murder. It also murdered some people like rape who are still walking the planet. Some of those kids' innocence was ripped. That innocence was ripped to never be returned again. Don't know what their mental capacities are going to be from here going forward. This is a PTSD situation. And I don't trust that Trump words written for him said with little or no empathy as usual. I don't believe him when he says that he'll do any and everything that's necessary to help those that are survivors. Because that would mean grief counseling and things of that nature. This is not a situation you throw money at. This is a situation you show compassion, care, love, empathy, sympathy towards. And I don't, I don't see that coming from Washington. I just don't. I, there's nothing about, there's nothing at all about Washington that says that they have the ability to show that to. other human beings And, and just a case in point America's Harvest Box one of the most idiotic ideas ever to treat the poor worse than the poor already being treated you want to mess with the medical now you want to tell people what they can and cannot eat let We've been working in this country for years to support the welfare system. Those are for our brothers and sisters who are less fortunate. And at least we can go to bed at night, those who have abundance or those who have enough, knowing that those, there's a means for those who don't. That they at least have the ability to take care of themselves. Some independence. We don't take away independence from other people by giving them a box. Which is really, if you look at the technology in this, who is going to make the money from these boxes? It's going to probably cost just as much as giving these people one hundred and twenty-five dollars a month to eat on. Because now major corporations, whoever's canning it, is now they're getting paid. And then who are you going to now hire to be the people to deliver these boxes? Some of these people who get these uh, welfare and food stamps or SNAP, whatever you want to call it, EBT, they're they're homebound. They have people who take care of them, who do the shopping for them. You have a society now that's gluten-free. You have the peanut allergy people. So what happens to them? What happens to those people who have special diets? So suppose you're a Muslim or you're Jewish and you just have dietary laws where you have to live halal. Now I have to get stuff. Either I starve or I eat stuff that's against my religion or has pork in it. I mean, this—I don't understand. And this is this is bullshit. I mean, you know, Washington is real bullshit, and, it's, and this is time for them to do a better job, and they seem to be doing a worse job. And it never ever stops over there. It's it's it's, it's ridiculous um, because it's you have you have the headmaster, Trump is the headmaster. We can call it a circus. And in this circus, there are clowns. And one of the clowns is like a guy like Herman Cain. Herman Cain comes out and says, he is so above all the rest of us on the planet. He is so above and more intelligent than anybody else that he can read what's on the hearts of other men by stating that Trump doesn't have a racist bone in his body. So we should ignore what we've seen. We should ignore what he has said. We should ignore his actions. Don't believe our lying eyes, but believe the truth telling Herman Cain, who states that he knows what's on another man's heart, even though his mouth doesn't match his heart. That's like saying Trump Trump is not a homophobe. Trump is not sexist. Trump is not... Uh, xenophobic his actions have proven that he is all of those things and because a black man is willing to sell his soul tune it up step and fetch and do the dance that horrible dance for the white man and trust me take it how I said it I'm not saying anything derogatory about white people here I'm just saying, this is a black man willing to do that dance for the white man. He wants acceptance. I mean, first of all, we're talking about uh, uh, this is a guy who ran against Trump originally in the the, uh, primaries, in the debates, who had nothing glowing to say. And now he is actually puckering up, put on the chapstick, and he's kissing Trump's ass publicly. So you can go fuck yourself, Herman Kay. This weekend, we got some big-time stuff going on. This is NBA All-Star Weekend, people. Something on a little bit lighter note. We got the uh, All-Star Game. We got the Celebrity All-Star Game. We got the Rising Stars Game. We got the three-point shooting contest. We got the slam dunk contest. And unfortunately, some of the people will be missing this game due to injury. Lonzo Ball will not be on the rising stars. I would have liked to see him play with his age peers, you know, basically the guys who are only in their first or second year in the NBA. That would have been nice. No vets out there. It's just to see him ball with guys of his uh, peer group. Boogie Cousins won't be playing. Anthony Davis will not be playing in the All-Star game. Kevin Love won't be playing. Persingas won't be playing. John Walls won't be playing. So there, I, I've never seen an all-star game that had so many injuries. Now, I'm very interested to see if the Slam Dunkers this year bring the funk. I don't really know. Uh, maybe Depot uh, will do something. But we always look with excitement to see if the Slam Dunk contest will live up to its hype. Three-point contest, I'm hoping that somebody shoots lights out. I mean, if I'm going to stay up and watch all these festivities, I hope that they they are worth my time, my energy, and my effort. The celebrity basketball game, that's just, you know, you get a chance to see people that you normally see sing, act, dance, uh, talk, actually play some ball. And thankfully, Kevin Hart is somewhere else this whole weekend. I'm hoping that he's anywhere but in L.A. this weekend. No, I would like a all-star weekend-free Kevin Hart. Please, I'm not a big praying man, but I am praying. God, if you can hear me, Lord, if you can hear me, no Kevin Hart this weekend. I would like to turn on my TV and not see that little motherfucker at all for any reason whatsoever, unless he's making some kind of big donation to some... Uh, charity, then I'm more than happy to see him on television. Other than that, I don't want him destroying my NBA All-Star weekend. We also have something this weekend which makes zero sense to me. The UFC is having a fight night, but they decide to have fight night not on Saturday night to go up against like the uh, dunk contest and three-point, which would have been pretty foolish, too. But they decide to put it on versus the All-Star Game. The NBA All-Star Game is one of the most popular Sundays in America. It's a chance to see all the top. And I would say the NBA has to be in the top two sports internationally on the planet because of the star power of the LeBrons, the Kevin Jane the Steph Curry's Because all kids can dream of being these people, even though... The odds are one in who God knows the mathematic uh, term for, but the, most of us will never be them. But you can always dream. You don't even need 10 people. You could just pick up a ball by yourself and go shoot and pretend to be blah, blah, blah. So the UFC decided to go up against this. Why didn't they decide to say, you know what? We could have this. Card on a Friday night and go up against something stupid like the Celebrity Game that nobody really cares about. Only sicker fans are going to watch a pretty much the Celebrity Game. So if I was them, I would have scheduled against that. But UFC's got problems, but there are some halfway decent fights on the card. Cowboy Cerrone is fighting Miradocus, which should not be a bad fight. Uh, I really don't like how Cerrone has looked his last two or three fights out. I really thought that he should have got a shot at the title, maybe two, three fights down the road. And it seemed like they wore him out one. I think 2015, he fought like six, seven times, and I think that took the gas out of his tank. You take damage, and it's residual. It eventually will catch up to you, and it caught up to Cerrone. But hopefully he has something in the tank where he could offer a good fight. Then Derek Lewis is fighting Mersenne Turbria. Derek Lewis is a, a very good fighter with one of the worst fucking nicknames known to mankind. I don't think any black man should be called the Black Beast. But it's his nickname, he proudly wears it. So that's on him. I just happen to hate the term Black Beast. For a black man. I mean, I don't know who else would be a black beast. I mean, an ape would be a black beast. But, you know. Then Kin, The Kin doll of the UFC is fighting. Sage Norcutt is fighting Tyvalon Gauti. I'm not too familiar with Mr. Gouty, But it seems like Dana really wants to push Sage Norcutt. So... It's an opportunity to watch Sage. And Tiago Alves is fighting Curtis Melinda. Tiago I like a lot, but, you know, I can't always count on him either. I mean, so this is not like the biggest card, but it's an alternative for those people who aren't maybe NBA fans. And I don't personally really know any non-NBA fans, at least somebody might not watch often, but would trade an NBA All-Star game for a mid-level UFC card. Now, I want to talk about this church. Church Christ, Christ Fellowship Church in Palm Beach, Palm Beach Gardens. They order food from Outback. They run up a tab of $735 and they don't The woman. This Tammy Lynn Yoda. Now, Tammy Lynn didn't want to Facebook. I believe they asked her to take her post down because she dogged out the church. So she wound up getting fired. But I'm hoping that some entrepreneur out there in Florida who has a business, who could use a receptionist or something, will rescue her because she didn't really do anything wrong. I think that the church who If you go to their website, which I have, and they have a big-ass spot right there in the top right-hand corner that says donate. So they say donate to us, but you have to be free to give. You give to get. You don't just have your hands out. You also have to realize, you know what, if you're going to preach, you walk what you talk. You walk what you talk. This is a woman. I don't know her situation. I don't know if she's a mother or not. But she has bills like everybody else. And you know that this person is working on tips. I am a huge believer in you tip service. Now, I know it's an American thing. And in some foreign countries, tipping is like uh, not even a part of the program. It's not even a part of uh, their language. But in America, if you, I mean, if you get When I'm in Vegas and if you open a car door for me, I'm going in my pocket for you. If you carry a bag for me, I am tipping you. So if you serve me food or you bring me a drink, it's a guarantee. If you're clean in my room, you never have to worry about, well, Doc, tip. Doc's going to tip. I believe in tipping. I was raised and taught as a child that tipping is a normal party activity. If you're going to play the game, you should be able to afford the game. And if you're doing certain things, that just comes with the program, and that's that. So we had our boy out there this weekend, Cowboy Sammy Sosa. Sammy Sosa is now – you have to – this reference, I'll have a picture with the presentation. Sammy Sosa is now more – first he went from – Dark skin Sammy. Big dark skin, huge Sammy. I'm talking Chicago Cubs Sammy Sosa. Then he became, uh, I guess about a year and a half ago, he became like Count Dracula. And then from Count Dracula, he went to the Pink Panther. Now Sammy Sosa looks almost like Poppy from uh, Highly Questionable. Like I said, I will have a picture of Poppy located with this. Just throw a pair of glasses on him and tell me that doesn't look just like Poppy from Pardon the Interruption. Sammy, obviously, is suffering from some kind of body dysmorphia. I mean, first of all, to use the words to the point where he went from Texas Ranger Sammy to Chicago Cubs, Sammy. And I understand finances. He went from an okay baseball player to this baseball player between him and McGuire that nobody couldn't keep. The, the triplets was him, McGuire, and Barnes. They were the, basically for four years the most talked about athletes on the planet, more than any football player, more than any basketball player. This was the high, high time of baseball, uh, I would say, in the 2000s. But when you get to the point where you are constantly bleaching and changing and morphing colors and changing hair, and you admit that the person that you look in the mirror, you actually have a bit of hate of how they look. And it was nothing. I'm no woman, but I didn't think that there was anything grossly wrong with Sammy. I thought Sammy was fine just as Sammy was and that he would go on. And besides... You tell me the last time a multi-millionaire was legitimately called ugly. You don't have to be handsome. Think about it. Trump says the one thing that you cannot argue with him about is his looks. And he's basically saying because I'm a billionaire, there's no such thing as ugly billionaires. And to prove it, all you got to do is, if you're a female, be in a room alone with me. And then it's between... You do what I say and and hang and and enjoy this lavish lifestyle for a while, or step off and find yourself a pretty boy working as a waiter. And most people are going to say, you know what? Let me let me have the high life for a minute. You don't look that bad, and that's the way that works. You don't look that bad. So, Laval. First, before I get to Laval Le, Ball, I listened to LaMello. Lonzo, sorry, Lonzo's Ball CD, Born to Ball. Okay, he sounds like your typical everyday two-day trap rapper with a little bit of too cool for school. You know what too cool for school is this when you throw your voice back and you, you sound like you really don't, you, you're almost tired, almost like Perry Cuomo. You're laying in bed while rapping. And for 12 or 13 tracks, he basically talked about him having money. It's about money. Let's make money. Let's get some money. Zo2 Money. Zo2 Bentley. Zo2 Lamborghini. Zo2 Lavar. Leave us alone. we live living our lives. Y'all haters. Basically, a bunch of bullshit. So I give, I give the uh, Born to Ball by Lonzo Ball. If I had 15 thumbs, they all would be pointing down. they all be going south. So, But if trap is your thing, that's traps your thing. And you know what? Maybe you'll enjoy it. But I did not enjoy it personally. Now now to his father, LeVar. LeVar, one thing I will say about LeVar, he shoots big or he does not shoot at all. And so that I respect. It's insane, some of his shots, because instead of him taking a layup, he always tries to hit a jumper from the other free throw line, if you get my drift. He's always shooting from the other free throw line. He's never shooting a open layup. So now he's telling a team that when my son's contract is up, don't even try to re-sign him unless you take in all three of my kids as a package. And there's nothing so far that proves Jello or Mello have the ability or the skills to be NBA players. Now, if they were both balling in college, and one of them is not even in college yet, and the other one left UCLA if they were tearing up even say if they were tearing up Lithuania they tear up Lithuania when they play against that second division kind of scrub teams that they were playing in the big ball of brand challenge but when they seem to be playing against the grown men and I don't really fault uh the jello too much because he's a baby he's only 16 so him playing against grown men that's a bit of a challenge 16 he's really thin i understand that but his older brother is a big boy he's more of like lavar and he's not tearing it up so i don't really see i mean i want to see if he pulls this off then you know what he needs to write books he needs to tour he needs to be a motivational speaker He needs to sell this pimping to everybody because there's something there. And you know what? Sometimes the only people that really see your vision is you. So I'm not going to, like I said, I would like to see him every once in a while just shoot a free, open layup. There's nobody else on the court with you, LaVar. You can take the layup. I don't know why you circle all the way back down court, Shoot it from the other free throw line, but I think that's just the way so far that seems to be the way he conducts himself. Now, China, you got this fucking Pigzilla, do the right thing, man. Don't fucking cut this thing up and try to make dick stuff out of it. And you know, uh, now all of a sudden, uh, two ounces of Pigzilla is selling for five thousand dollars over there because everybody wants to get a boner. Let this fucking boy do something nice for uh, the world. People would like to see Pigzilla live out his life out in the wild doing his thing. Now, keep him away from school children because boars are very, very dangerous with them sharp-ass cuts. And the size of this thing is, like, humongous. So you don't want it nowhere near human beings, and I understand that. So I'm just hoping that Pigzilla, I'm wishing Pigzilla the best, but I don't hold out a lot of hope because I know how they get down over there. They will wipe every planet, I mean, every animal off the planet if they think it benefits their dicks, and nobody can dispute me on that. Now, I'm going to take a second here just to promote Strange Talk with Doc. I can be reached every Monday and Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time at 724-444-7444, ID number 145048. I actually taped this live. Anyone is welcome to call in, talk to me, have questions, dispute anything I ever say, Uh, Maybe you want to promote something. I'm all for it. Once again, 724-444-7444. ID number 145048. I post this on my Instagram, which is uh, Doc McQueen. I uh, I have a YouTube channel, which is Strange Talk with Doc. I'm on Vimo, Strange Talk with Doc. I'm on SoundCloud. I'm on Speaker. I'm all over the place. I'm on TalkShoe. I am on iTunes, Strange Talk with Doc. Look me up. I have old shows. I have clips. I have bits. You could you can check it out anytime you like, and I uh, please do. Yay, nay, I'm not sensitive. You can tell me go fuck myself, or you can give me a thumbs up. That's your decision. I would like for you to comment, share, and subscribe to my page. That would be a beautiful thing, you know. Now, White House, I'm always intrigued by this Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Every time I see her and I see this woman who is 150% soulless, and I say to myself, how does this person – Get out there and say the things that she says. It looks like we have somebody calling in. Who is this? It's
1: June. Hey, June, what's going on, brother?
0: All right. Not much. Now, make
1: sure.
0: I need you to do me a favor. I need you to make sure that you speak up
1: so that you can be
0: heard. All right. That's a very important thing. Yep. Right now, I'm just talking about this uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Yeah. And how she, she says that this, this porter guy, who we all know the White House is lying about that they got reports on who and what he was about. Right. But how she sits there in front of the world and actually acts like anything that Trump, hey, you're killing me now.
1: My yeah. show was sounding
0: beautiful and you come here with this bad
1: phone. No, I'm outside, that's why. Oh, okay. Hold on. Let me, let me uh Yeah, that I sounds met.
0: horrible. <laughs> oh, June, man, I'm gonna if you, this keeps up, I'm gonna have to hang up on you, man. I
1: mean I'm suddenly sounding perfect. All right, hold on. I'm just, yeah, I'm too, uh... I'm in (laughs) noise in New York City. Hold on a second.
0: Okay. Well, we've come to a screeching halt here, people,
1: a screeching halt. Yeah, what did you hear? Because the wind is blowing too.
0: Oh, okay. All right, what about now? Yeah, I'm just talking about Sarah Huckabee. I mean, how how could a person sit there soulless? And you know what? When you're a Christian, there's only yeah. supposed to be one God, right?
1: Right.
0: How could you... And God is supposed to be perfect. Yeah. So that means everybody else makes mistakes. Right. But for over a year now, Sarah Huckabee Sanders is basically claiming... That Trump's a deity because he has not made one mistake in her eye in over a year. Yeah. That that blows, that really blows me away. Are you going to be watching any of the All Star Game this weekend? Yeah, I'm going to try to. Okay. Now, do you have, uh, before I move on to anything else, uh, do you have any views? I don't give a fuck what they may be. On this yeah. school shooting in Florida.
1: Any views? Yeah, whatsoever. No, um, yeah, it's just going to, there's nothing you can do with the current state of the, um, of, as far as purchasing guns, who gets them, stuff like that. You can't, you know, <laughs> you know eventually you might have to just have uh, people into schools, you know, armed. Like they said, because the other way around, it's not going to, you know, if you don't arm people, (laughs) they're just going to continue to get, you know.
0: Now, let me ask you a question. Mm -hmm. Is your son of middle school or uh, high school age?
1: He's going to high school next year.
0: Okay. Are middle schools uh, metal detected or no? No. Okay, we've nope. come to the point where it's going to be almost that every public school of any shape, form, or fashion is going to be needed to be metal detected.
1: And it should. <laughs> it should.
0: It, it, well, you know what? We shouldn't,
1: but it's needed. I mean, now you have to, you know. I all mean, it is. Here's the it's th- a, yeah. It's just, a, more sec- it's just a, a security barrier, that's all. And, and what, security too.
0: And here's the thing that gets me. These yeah. are young males doing this. Yep.
1: Yeah.
0: Young women don't do this. Not yet. Well, they haven't. Well, we can't let's not blame somebody for something that they haven't done yet. Yeah. So far, yeah. young females have not done this. And it's shocking that somebody that even has more frustration than a teenager which is called a working adult that this doesn't happen more often in the workplace right that it it happens more i mean high school students get under the impression that that's the whole time of their life not knowing that You're going to forget 90% of what happened in high school as you get older. It becomes irrelevant.
1: Right.
0: Irrelevant. You know, sometimes the most popular kid in school becomes a bum, and sometimes the geekiest kid in school becomes the millionaire. So, you know what? That time will pass. I I wish somebody could sit all these kids down and let them know, these moments that you're going through here, they'll pass. They're not forever. And when you get older, you wish you could recapture them, but they will pass.
1: You know? Uh, okay, the relationship between the kid and the home. That's hard to figure out because, <laughs> you know, what drives a kid to where this is the end result, but there's no um at home they you know i guess the parents have no idea you know it's hard to believe that they have no idea but they just don't I, think it's going to go to that extreme or i, I don't get that part
0: i think 100% okay the, the parents might not know that jimmy is uh is planning to do something insane but parenting... Okay, here's one that you can relate to. We grew up in a, in a generation where kids actually went outside and we co-mingled. We played yeah. games. You played Skelly. <laughs> you played Ring You played basketball. Okay, this generation now, and everybody blames the kids, yeah. this generation now is a video game, social media generation. What? Yeah. So they don't get to intermingle, or they don't even have to intermingle, at least on the outside of the home level. But here's, here's somebody who gets the slide. The parents yeah. also don't intermingle. Right. Parents have now been replaced by iPods and Android phones. The parent could be in the same house, and as long as the kid is being distracted by the iPod, the television, and the video game, the parent don't mind. It's like it's out of my hair. Our parents, at least my parents, used to have to talk to us.
1: Yeah, and the, theme, li- the theme on these video games is mostly violence. <laughs> and, right, but you want to know um, something?
0: I grew, I grew up playing crazy violent games and loved them. And I never wanted to turn that into real people.
1: Yeah, because you were outside all the time, too. Yeah,
0: but like I said, these kids don't... The parent... So nowadays, what a parent does is they throw things at the child. Right. But because everybody talks about the child being antisocial, everybody Mm -hmm. forgets how antisocial the parent is. Yeah. That's toward behavior. Your parent... I mean, like... Okay, like I said, there used to be a time, okay, when I was growing up as a kid, on a Sunday, I remember sitting down, me, my brother, my mother, and father, and we used to watch, uh, it's going to sound gay as hell, but A Wonderful World of Disney
1: as a family. Yeah,
0: yeah. Nowadays... You you want the kid to stay in their room and watch their program. You stay in your room watch your program. And after y'all say hello and goodbye, y'all don't say ten words.
1: Yeah. So when the kid is in the room by themselves watching these programs that inspire, you know, the violence. or well, you know, that's just talk about violence and being yourself and stuff like that. You're not in the room with the kid to watch his reaction, him or her reactions, or whatever. You know. <laughs>
0: But you don't think it's a parent's responsibility not have a stranger living under their
1: own roof? Yeah, it's definitely a parent's responsibility.
0: Yeah, okay then. But we've let the parent off the hook. Parents Parents are raising strangers in their own house. I mean, that's a stranger. When you don't know, and this one I cannot believe. I I wish I had, I wish I did some more research on this because I'm trying to figure out how young can you be to actually have a credit card? And I thought it was at least 18 to 21.
1: Right.
0: So if you have a 17 year old with a credit card, that means the parents getting a bill. You can't see that guns are being brought and you don't (laughs) question what the hell is going on here. You know, it's 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 insane. It's uh, June, like I was saying before you came on, man. It's a it really disturbs me because you or no parent should have to worry about when you get up in the morning and you say have a good day and you give a handshake, a hug, or whatever you do, a kiss, and you send off your boy or girl to a school, you shouldn't have yeah. to worry about them arriving back home that night. Yeah. That's the lack. Okay, you know, you have a little bit of bullying type stuff and that's that's, that's shit kids have to learn to maneuver. Yeah. But this is... You know what? Bullies don't shoot up schools. Psychopaths shoot up schools. It's a big yeah. difference. Yeah. And I... I, I you know what? I mean, that makes a job of being a parent 10 times more difficult than it already was. Being a parent, I'm sure, is already a difficult job. But now you've got to teach your kids to be on the. I mean, it's damn near like you're teaching them military drills. they got to be on the ready.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, think about this. Somebody said this as a joke, and it really upset me today. But it makes sense say a shooter goes to a school say like this fucking nicholas cruz he goes to a school and he wants to get kids he wants to find out where people hiding and he'll scream out siri you know siri's the thing on the phone
1: yeah
0: or alexa so now you got to almost tell your kids when you go to school make sure you turn alexa and siri off because if shit jumps off You can't even hide if the person screams Alexa. Come on. Siri, turn on. Mm -hmm. Because I say that now and my tablet responds. And it responds audibly. So you know I'm around. I mean, I I think it's messed up that we actually have to teach kids military drills. I hear that some schools do. Like, you know, we did uh, fire, what was that called? Uh, Fire drills? Yeah. They do gun drills in some schools. Mm -hmm. That's insane. I mean, that shit that you do when you're on a base and you're in the Army, you're in the Marines. You're not supposed to do that when you're in eighth grade at Joe Blow's junior high school.
1: Yeah, I can see you doing that in Yemen. You know, something like that. (laughs) Yeah, but
0: we're talking about America. We're supposed to be, quote, unquote, civilized, and we're showing on a daily basis that we're uncivilized. June, I started doing this show originally in January of 2017. Mm -hmm. This is the 14th mass shooting that I've had to talk about. The 14th mass shooting that I've had to talk about. And about 10 of them or 11 of them have been kids.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, I'm not even talking about like the guy in Vegas. That's a whole different, but a lot of these have been kids. Mm-hmm. Now, now, growing up in the 80s, a mass shooting used to be when two bloods or Crips in L.A. shot somebody near high school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that that, that 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 shit wouldn't even make the radar now. No. Nope. And they really need to look at their children because there is a pattern. A lot of these children are males, they're not black or Hispanic. And they're not they're not females. They're young white boys. Don't let this kid's last name cruise fool you. Right. It's just like, you know, just like Zimmerman wasn't no Jew. Mm-hmm. He's a Hispanic. This yeah. kid has a Spanish name. He happens to look very white to me.
1: Right. And didn't
0: we just have a shooting a week ago?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah, so it's like, you know, I, I want to do the show. And have, I want to talk bullshit. I want to talk about sports. I want to talk about, you know, I want to give props to people like Popovich for saying that this racist country needs a Black History Month, mm-hmm. and which he's a hundred percent right. Right. But I tell you what, I think they're doing a shitty job on Black History because I have to say this before I move off this topic. Right. Anybody could hear me. Black History did not start at slavery, and I'm so tired of black ignoramus who think that black history started at slavery. Black people history didn't even start in America. It's just so damn diluted that you have to dig for it, but it exists. It it goes back biblical times. It damn sure did not start at slavery. Don't let somebody tell you that that's where the story started, because that's asinine. Now I, I I seen this yesterday. I just want to give you some advice. Chris Rock Netflix um comedy special was released yesterday. Chris Rock okay. still okay, but Chris Rock was only okay. And I can't even believe I'm
1: saying that. He was Don't, always only okay to me. <laughs> well,
0: listen, bigger and blacker was kicking ass. This was this was real put it you this way. Chappelle showed when he did his that mm-hmm. he is the undisputed king and everybody else is below him. Everybody else is below him. Cat's below him, Chris is below him. They're not even nowhere near his level of intelligence or outright funny. Chris made me laugh like two or three times.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, and in, a, in an hour, Chris Rock make me only laugh two or three times. is insane. So I don't say rush to go see that. If you're watching something else, stick with whatever the hell else you're watching. And if you're bored and you got nothing else to do, watch Chris Rock on Netflix. Because mm-hmm. it wasn't that good. You know, it wasn't that good at all. So how's the weather in NYC?
1: Actually right now it's about fifty degrees. It's pretty good.
0: Oh yeah, well we're disgusting, man. We we're approaching <laughs> a record temperature of like seventy six degrees, which is way too warm for this time of year. I mean it's February. It's too I miss seasons, man. I miss uh I miss cold to freezing to warm to hot. We seem to go from like hot to cold for 10 minutes, then back to warm and hot.
1: Yeah, it definitely seemed like climate change.
0: Oh, well, it's here we had, uh, we got snow for a little while, but we don't have what you call, uh, last year was a winter. This year wasn't a winter. I mean, can you believe it or not? I've had my AC on this week. My not my heat. My A C because it's too damn hot to sleep. And I never worried about that and I living in New York in, in February. Well.
1: Right. So,
0: so I cleaned out my uh Facebook and, and though I don't exist on the planet anymore.
1: Right. I love that. <laughs> I
0: love how peop- you clean out your Facebook and people act like you stopped living.
1: Yeah. See, that's,
0: that's what I mean by disconnecting with social media. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. Doc is dead. He died. Oh. Yeah, because
1: that, that replaces your <laughs> your physical identity, sort of. You know, yeah. In people's you heads. Know,
0: I'm, <laughs> I'm supposed to have a co-host. You would think my co host would contact me one time or say, You know what, baby Doc still does the fucking show. No, wow. not once. I've done three shows by myself since then. Yeah. Nothing has changed. The only difference is I'm tired of seeing people fucking lunch. I'm tired of seeing I'm tired of seeing that they brought a pair of shoes. You're fifty two years old. You should have a fucking couple of pair of shoes.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: I don't care. I I legitimately just don't care about what you had for lunch. You know when I care about what you had for lunch? When we had a lunch together and I asked you, what do you want to order? Right. You know what? It's not impressive that you had a piece of fish. It just isn't. So I I, I my I still have my Facebook account, but it's basically only to promote what I'm doing here. And you know Other than that,
1: it, you know what it I sounds like when they when people post stuff like that is like you you're reaching out to it's like you're conversating with Facebook instead of you don't have you don't conversate on your own you don't have friends or you don't socialize. Or, <laughs> yeah, but well, you know? that's
0: that's the world we live in. Pretty much right now, everybody can be locked in a cell, and as long as that cell had Wi-Fi, they survived. If you feed them. <laughs> If you feed them, you give them a shitter so they can bathe and stuff, Right. and you gave them Wi-Fi so they could communicate without the outside world, because I'm going to tell you now, this, that's why I tell parents, this has got to be the greatest punishment you can give a kid. A beating lasts two seconds. Mm-hmm. Take the electron. oh God, you're killing me, June. You take the electronics away from a kid, mm-hmm. and they're lost. Yeah, because even the most unpopular kid still interacts in some way, shape, form, or fashion. Even if it's not, even if they just spend the whole day just liking stuff.
1: Yeah, that's what my wife. They're still interacting. She takes the the cord from the uh, from the PlayStation when my kid acts up.
0: Yeah, and you know what? And 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 I bet you that he starts getting his shit together pretty soon after that. Yep. Now, I I was talking about this earlier. Mm -hmm. Stay away from Lonzo Ball's Born to Ball CD. It's a waste of time. Oh,
1: yeah. No, I'm not done. (laughs) I don't don't listen to stuff like that.
0: (laughs) See, I tell you what. If you did a podcast twice a week, Mm -hmm. you have no choice but to do a lot of stuff that you wouldn't normally do. I have no choice. You're killing me. I have no choice but to listen to things that I don't always want to listen to, watch things, because I need what's called content. And if I had nothing to talk about, then what's the purpose of doing the show?
1: Yep. Oh,
0: man. that It sounds like you're in a wind tunnel underground with a a, a bag over your head.
1: All right. Yeah, I'm trying to uh be I'm in a corner now. <laughs> mm.
0: Well, I tell you mm. what, man. If if you if you ever told me like a time that you definitely wanted to call in, you know I could set my shows up so that you could be somewhere stationary and clear.
1: Because yeah, well, let I, me, I was just I'm just I was just traveling from point to point and I said, "Wait, I got to call call, in."
0: Okay. Because here's here's the way I want you to look at this. Every time that you say a word out of your mouth, this this doesn't disappear. We'll be dead and gone. Your unborn great-grandchildren will listen to what great-grandpa June had to say about a subject. And you want that shit to be crystal clear. You're speaking to your future. You're speaking to the great-grandchildren you're never going to meet. And this is a way for them to have great grandpa. Yeah. Damn, did you just hear what my great grandfather said? I love that motherfucker. I never met him. But you got to be clear. You got to be heard to do that. And that's part of the reason why I do what I do. It's not so much for my ego today, it's that somebody down my line might say, oh, wow, that's the way he thought on XYZ. That's the only reason. Not to get rich. Not to get famous, not to have a lot of people listen to me. Not that that would be a bad thing. I want as many people to listen to me as humanly possible. I'm not afraid of anything I say. That's why I say share this shit. Subscribe. Comment on it. Yeah. It means a lot. I mean, you know, it, that, that's good stuff. But I don't do it for those reasons. I do it because somebody. One day I'm going to be dead. And this will be a way that I could actually, even my wife could just say, you know what? I want to hear my husband's voice. I can just put on one of his shows and he's talking to me again. See, that's the way I think. Yeah. That's exactly the way I think because everything that you say is important. It might not seem like it, it's so earth shattering, but you know what? sometimes you might just be saying something that's really profound and it'd be for somebody's life that moment. Because I've had people contact me off this stupid little show and go, hey, man, you know, I was feeling that same way and I'm glad you said what you said. And I, they'd be total strangers. I'd be like, that's pretty cool. That helped me in my day. Yeah. You know, I wasn't thinking about it when I said it. I was just thinking about what was going through my brain. But... um So, Derek Rose, man, I guess he's done. He clears waivers and nobody picks him up.
1: Yeah, I don't think he's mentally there, though. He he should (laughs) quit anyway. His head is not in it.
0: Yeah, you know, that's kind of sad. Think about it. Six years ago, he was the league MVP. He's under 30 years old. But his body never his body never worked with him properly, and he was a beast he was a little I mean, think about it, he's not the tallest guy. he was a little beast for about three minutes. I think he had like three good seasons, and his his time with the Knicks was bad. His last two or three years with Chicago was crap, and this year was just a joke, just a joke, man. I gotta. Uh, I have got to start working on that music, and I will. I just wanted to put what I had out there so that you get a chance to listen to what was on my mind at the time.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'm still uh, taking my time with uh, on my side too. You know.
0: Yeah, well, you know what? That uh, music means a lot. I'm trying to. I have a guitar. Matter of fact, I'm looking at my guitar right now, and I've been trying to learn how to play on my own for over a year, and that's not working out too well. I got a couple cool. of notes I can play now, but I've always loved music from the very first day that I been around a an instrument. I was lucky. I was real lucky, June. I picked up a drum uh, drumsticks at GS yeah. house first time I ever played drums was at GF's house Mm -hmm. and you know I could play drums from the first day I sat behind that kit the first day it just was natural to me I never went to a class and I actually could play the steel drums yeah (laughs) so I'm just I guess it's just in my that's the African part of my spirit where I can play percussions Because I can play congas. It doesn't make a difference. I can play a desk with two damn pencils. Or at least I think I can. I tried to post that shit on. I think that was the uh, end of it for me and Facebook. Me putting all that music up there, figuring I'd get some kind of feedback. I got zero feedback. and You can't pour your soul out any more than you can when you write poems or when you write music. Yeah. that's your that's, those are your children that's like posting all your baby pictures and, and and they don't even tell you if the baby's ugly or not they just go you know what fuck that baby
1: yeah.
0: nobody gets to tell me that well man I ain't gonna hold you I'm gonna basically wrap this bad boy up now I do have to ask you one thing if you got two minutes
1: yeah. this
0: American harvest box instead of food stamps what do you think of
1: that uh, just a way for them to save money on it, on the food stamps. Do you stamps. That's, I think, do that's you think it's a do. save of money? Yeah,
0: yeah. But you, okay, this is how I I think that it's 100% not a save of money. Okay. The government notoriously overspends for everything.
1: Right. That's
0: what they do. Because they want to fill the pockets of their homeboys. Think about it. United States government at one point was paying $300 for ashtrays for regular glass, $4 ashtrays. They were paying $300. Now you don't think that they're going to get these canned goods from somebody that is going to benefit those fucking congressmen and senators and they're going to overpay. (laughs) Now who's going to box this shit? And then who's going to deliver this stuff? And you got to hire people. People are not going to do that for free. Right. So now you're going to be actually putting people to work to give away food that you're over. I'm guaranteeing they're going to overpay for this shit. And besides, um, I don't think... A- they're gonna make
1: us pay for. They're gonna make us pay for
0: it. Pay for it. <laughs> right. I I I say leave fucking food stamps the way because those people at least need the independence of being able to choose what they're gonna have for dinner. Yeah. They want to get. They want to get fancy and eat shrimp for three days and then starve for ten. That shit's on them. But if they want to be sensible, I mean, there's kids that depend on this. What do you suppose? I'm allergic to something. Now you're forcing yeah. me to eat it. A civilized society shouldn't be
1: doing this. No,
0: no. So I'm I'm totally a hundred percent against the uh, American Harvest Box. I, I'm hoping that that shit doesn't even get off the floor. I hope that they laugh at him and say you're just being an insensitive rich motherfucker, not even understanding what a night of hunger means. See, people that have never been hungry a day in their life. They don't right. understand how somebody who's been hungry feels. It's, you know, if you if you always had heat, you never know what that kid felt like that used to have to sit in front of an open oven. You don't understand right. the vibe. No. You don't understand if if you never snuck on a train because you always had a, a fucking metro card. You don't know how it is. For that guy who had to actually wait for forty extra minutes to make sure nobody was around to hop the turnstile, so we don't, rich people can't really empathize with everything. No, and this is this is this is one of those situations where I think no humanity is being used. I don't have a, a June. I don't personally have a problem with the welfare system. People need it. Yeah. What are they gonna do if they don't have it? And I'm not talking about able-bodied 21-year-old men. I'm talking about old people and little kids who either they starve or they live in boxes. Yeah. At least that's tax money we know is going to something. Think about all the tax dollars we spend. We don't know where it's going. No. But if you told me my tax, my tax dollars was going to feed a family... I'm not crying about it.
1: No, I'm here.
0: You know, I'm not crying about it. Well, June, man, I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to wrap this up, man. I appreciate you calling in. And I'm always, I'm here like always. Fridays and Mondays at 11 o'clock. Other than if somebody contacts me and says, you know what? I want to talk about something. Could you move it back? And I'm more than glad to do that. But this is like a perfect time for me. Hey, people, I appreciate you for listening in. This is Strange Talk with Doc. I can be reached at 724-444-7444, ID number 145048. Like I said, Mondays and Fridays, 11 a.m., unless otherwise notified. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook, YouTube, Vimo, SoundCloud, speaker, and iTunes. So there's no way that you cannot hear me somewhere. I'm somewhere in the internet world, and I'm gonna just tell you like I always tell you: peace, June, my brother. You be easy. All right,
1: man. These I'm airways are okay. These yeah. airways are always open to you. All right, peace. Okay.